Welcome back to the Lakers Lounge. I'm Anthony Irwin. I'm joined, as always, by, by Harrison Fagan. Today on the show, we're going to discuss LeBron's air quotes, heavy air quotes here, motivation, um, and the various forms that it has taken so far. And, uh, and, and yeah, I'm looking forward to that. We're also, at the end of the show, going to discuss uh, Star Wars versus um, MCU extended universe stuff. So stick around for that. But I wanted to start here, Harrison. Why are you so difficult when it comes to food? Like, where did the food stances come from? I mean, I feel like I'm not that picky of an eater. I'm just a vegetarian. That's, that's an entire genre of, <laughs> of food that you do not partake in that I do. I don't like murder <laughs> and mistreatment of animals. Okay, but you have murdered and I just, mistreated like, lost, like, a whole bunch of segments. 75% of our audience is now mad at me for, <laughs> for saying that. And 95% of me is angry because I can't have food conversations with you because we're the opposite person. Well, I mean, to be fair, you've just like you you keep bringing up things that I don't eat. That's not my fault. Well, you eat like three things. No, that's not true. It it is. It's like shrubbery, mushrooms, and like. <laughs> I actually had to throw away a bag of lettuce the other day, and it went bad. It was very sad. Murderer. Yeah, we could talk about how long is too long to like to you know to let lettuce go in the fridge before you. Kind of starting to look questionable, and you got to toss it. <laughs> I leave all that up to Jen and get sick very often. All right. Well, also, you just would not eat lettuce. So then now it's you being the picky eater. See, but I actually do like salads. I enjoy a good salad. Actually, moving out here to Texas, the grocery store out here, H-E-B, like Anthony, has trail the mix best is not prepackaged a salad. salads ever. Huh? Trail mix is not a salad. <laughs> Sunflower seeds? Not not. No, that's, that's shockingly. Design. I mean, I think I guess you could put them in there. No, you wouldn't put. Oh, some, yeah, you you'd do. put you'd other put the, types of seeds. In no, a you salad. put the Not kernels. You, you should add add sunflowers like kernels to a salad. Okay, sometimes. kernels, but yeah, the seeds like oh, that would yeah. be obnoxious. <laughs> you'd have to be spitting out your whole meal. Like that could be that would be a great diet because it's like you don't like you just put sunflower seeds in everything and then you end up spitting out half the food. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I normally spit out the food that you produce you produce for me anyway, so like it would just be fitting in that case. So. Oh, hey, Doctor Jen, I don't know why you had to say that to her when she just walked in the room <laughs> right now, but it's kind of odd that she came home when she did. All right, so let's uh, let's discuss this the the backstory for today's content, and it's that uh, Tim Bontemps did his annual kind of aggregation of his uh sources his his executive sources throughout the nba he had 10 sources give thoughts on best acquisition title favorites favorites to come out of conferences and obviously as he does every year best nba player that uh and those, worst move well and worst move which i'm not allowed to comment on because i'm not allowed to criticize the los angeles lakers but um no he said that uh it, when it came to the Best player in the NBA, his sources split their vote. It was a tie between Giannis and Kevin Durant. And LeBron went unmentioned. And uh, he took to Twitter to say that that was bull and how he's using that for motivation. And uh, LeBron did, not Tim Bontemps, to be clear to Maybe everyone. Tim did. Maybe Tim, <laughs> Tim also did. <laughs> like oh you think i needed more motivation all right lebron call me out hashtag washed him <laughs> that's what bontemps needs to do he that needs would be to, really funny 
He needs to screen grab LeBron doing the Wash King thing, and then and then have him like you'd be like the Take King crown that that he can offer there. Yeah, hashtag yeah. Wash Take Smith. <laughs> so also, it's like it's not even his fault really like that his sources don't think that lebron is the best like he didn't i mean he didn't do any i i understand lakers fans are always looking for a reason to be mad at him and look i get it like given a couple well, of they're, they're looking for a reason the- to be mad in general yeah well i mean he's had a couple takes that i, I personally would not have given <laughs> over the years but that yeah. said this was not even his take so it's not a take yeah <laughs> well it is a take him- but it's a take from his sources like it's his yeah. sources take it's not his right Right, yeah. and yet here we are, where he like, is he once again. He didn't like go to people, and they're like, "Oh, I think it's LeBron." He's like, "Well, I'm not interviewing you then." Like, <laughs> well, we don't know that he didn't. <laughs> I guess we don't know, but that seems <laughs> unlikely. <laughs> I'll have to ask him sometime, Tim. When somebody says something nice about the Lakers, do you just nix them from do your? You just category? say, "Oh, well, that was oh, off yeah. the record, obviously, right?" <laughs> Or do they stop talking to you because you yell at them about the take that they just gave? Is that is no? That look, hey, we got to give Tim credit. He came on the show uh, on our former iteration to defend uh-huh. his all-time atrocious Brandon Ingram take that one time. So you know, I appreciate him at least for that. He's he's honestly always been really nice to me. So yeah. I, I'm not going to say anything. By all really accounts, a nice, guy. super disparaging. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, I, I I he gives he aggregates those takes. He offers them up to it's the called world. Aggregating when you do the interview, it's a, he, he did a straw <laughs> poll, Anthony. <laughs> I just, I just, <laughs> the, the more often I can call journalists aggregators. That, he's going to be more offended by that than anything that we just said <laughs> in the previous three said. minutes. You just called him an aggregator. <laughs> like, All right. He reported that uh, 10 executives do not think LeBron James is the best player in the NBA. Not that they said like where he ranks. Not that they said like he's not even second or he's not even third. It's that they don't think he's the best basketball player in the world right now. Yeah, for and LeBron, all we know, all 10 could have had him second. You know, yeah, like, for all we know, we don't know, but yeah. yeah. Uh, but still, that's where, that's where we find ourselves at when it comes to analysis, is saying that LeBron James is not the best player in the world is somehow uh, slander. It's slanderous. Now, hold it's on, libel. hold on, hold on. Let me, let me defend LeBron here because, <laughs> number one, you know, like everyone during the last dance, which you and I were actually talking about before we went on air, but during the last dance, you know, everybody lauded it. They're like, oh, MJ, like he, you know, every single slight he took it and he used it for motivation. And uh-huh. like he, he took like, I, I saw somebody tweet this and I forget who, so I apologize. But like he took George Carl not saying not hi to saying him anything. in a restaurant. Yeah. Like as like, oh, now I want to win the finals. Before I didn't, but now yeah. I do, you know. And George and Carl didn't say anything to him on purpose because he, he was didn't trying to be respectful. Give him any ammunition. He's like, he's like, hey, we're like in the middle of this like thing. Yeah. I'm just, you know, we're gonna uh, part away. I'm not gonna, you know, disparage you or like talk trash. I'm just not going to interact with you while we're both out at this dinner in L.A. or wherever they were. Um, yeah. And you know, it, it's like. But then all of a sudden LeBron is mad that, like, people are saying he's not the best player in the NBA anymore or the best player in the world anymore when he's been – got to remember context, too. If you had been getting told that you were the best whatever since you were 16, Mm -hmm. getting told even that you were second best – as a high-level competitor, is going to insult you. Again, I'm not saying that, like, no one's actually calling LeBron wash. These executives certainly aren't doing that. But I also, like, I understand for trying to, as much as I can, to put myself into his, like, size 27 shoes or whatever they are. <laughs> like, I, I think 
I get where he's coming from just from the perspective of I'm sure that he considers himself the best player in the NBA. Mm-hmm. There's no one that can tell him otherwise. He hasn't reached this level for this long without believing that. And look, he was, until an ankle turn, he had a very good chance to win MVP. And then, mm-hmm. you know, we're having a very different discussion, you know, uh, this offseason had that not happened. Uh, regardless of the MVP award, just he would have been healthy and I'm sure their playoff run would have been a little better and all of that stuff. So it's just like... I, I kind of get it where he's coming from, even if he expressed it in like the most corny LeBron dad tweet way, which was very, <laughs> I mean, honestly, it was amu- the gas emoji. I didn't even know existed until today. So thank you, LeBron, for. <laughs> Is that what that was? I yeah, legitimately that was a, didn't know. It, it was like a, yeah, it was like a gas station like emoji, which I did. I, I don't know if like, did LeBron just tell Twitter to add that today? He like, he. <laughs> yeah, I, didn't, I saw it and I was like, I, I don't know LeBron. I don't know what that means. Yeah, that was uh, it. He said he said he didn't need more gas, and then he's like washed crown emoji. So I want to eventually we're going to get to our game when in which we list the various forms of motivation that um, will make this the most fake motivated LeBron has ever been. No, stop! Uh, not fake, legitimate reasons for motivation. <laughs> he's a competitor, Anthony. Before we do you know, that, I do I do we, have we one can't log Kobe and MJ without saying that LeBron's psychopathically small grievances that he's using to fuel himself and say that people are calling him washed. You know, unless like, we thought they were lame the entire time. Like, like, are we? Uh, if you if you were consistent on that stuff, like, if if I thought that it was, it, it's ridiculous that MJ not being spoken to. By somebody who was avoiding giving him ammunition. Look, is it Use ridiculous? that as ammunition. Yes, yes like, but it's I, hilarious. And also, <laughs> like, I mean, that's how they get to that level is they, like, they actually do take the, they take it personally. And that's fine. And that's yeah. fine. But, like, I, I just, I find the whole thing funny. Like, if, if, let's say MJ loses that final series. After it, is he saying like, man, I wish I would have been more motivated. No, he's going to be like, I was, I'm now motivated by this. And yeah. the slight. Well, that's fine. That's real. To, I'm going to destroy George Carl's like, you know, <laughs> like I'm going to show up to one of Kobe's over. high school game, like Kobe Carl's high school games and dunk on him <laughs> or something like that. Just like in front of his dad. He's just going to go to one of Kobe's old Kobe Carl's old games and just boo him the whole time. He's he like dresses up in disguise and uh, and plays for one of Idaho or Boise State's opponents <laughs> and is just like dominating him and makes him go undrafted like. This would have made Gary Kester really angry, and you know what? I'm here for it. Um, but, but so, so I, but yeah, I, I just think, I just think it seems like an exhausting way to live. That's oh, all I'm saying. Obviously, yes. You it know, seems like really, really brutal to just look for it's any certainly reason not, I'm, whatsoever. I'm certainly not sitting here and saying that that is an incredibly well-adjusted thing for LeBron <laughs> yeah. to do. I'm just saying that, like a lot of times, like these guys are alpha male competitors, and that is what they do. I'm not saying that, like I don't sit around just looking for people being like, "Oh, that blog wasn't that good," and I'm like, "All right, wash giraffe." Like I'm gonna <laughs> write seven more blogs today, and you know, like I mean, I I don't do that because no one can think less of me than I think of. My myself but also because (laughs) like like, i mean that's just not how i'm wired and so you know i again i just think it's different i'm certainly not yeah i'm not saying like (laughs) that sounds like fun to take that that personally yeah it just seems like so exhausting so old to just hey man you're don't say the o word okay that's Hey LeBron, you're, I'm sorry. You're, you're gonna, he's going to tweet about this podcast. He's going to add a thread. You're the second or third best player in the universe. I'm sorry. That's we just rude. Saw I, it. I, I personally have LeBron first, and I have Kwame Brown second. <laughs> like just, I'm just like listing people that I don't want to be mad at me. 
Uh, honestly, Stephen Jackson third, right? And then, <laughs> and then all right, but all right. So that was that was just like those are things I had to get off my chest because the entire thing is really exhausted, and I'm really happy that uh, that we're we're discussing it in the way that we are going to discuss it next. Well, you yeah, are there's no to... there's no original way to discuss this other than what we're about to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Original Everyone King. else is going to have the same discussion of like, is anyone actually calling the Lakers washed? Like, and yeah. we're going to do something a little different. Yeah, I mean, everybody is. Yeah, to be clear. So, like, so what Anthony and I this. decided to do was we decided to come up with the five reasons, like power rank the five reasons that LeBron is extremely motivated going into this season in order. So, like, starting with number five, going down to number one. Um, and yeah. this is a, this is a cumulative list, so you can't get mad at either of us because you don't know wh- who put which take where. So mm-hmm. I'm uh, Anthony said that I legally like had to say that so that people stop getting mad at him. Um, it's but, not going to help, but yeah, yeah, I mean, surely not. I, I, I mean, <laughs> honestly, if anybody tweets at me, I'm just going to say that you said that on the show. <laughs> so, all right. So at number five, we have tying MJ and rings. Like I think that this is, you know, he he's talked about like that in the past. He's said this in interviews. You know, I'm I'm chasing a ghost, and you know, like I, the, the ghost of MJ, presumably, and not like a Scooby Doo villain. Like he's actually like he's chasing MJ's legacy. You know, he can't play against him, but he can try and equal the accomplishments and surpass him in the goat argument. Which you know, some would probably argue that he already has, regardless of ring count. Some wouldn't, and the ring count would certainly ha- the ring count certainly wouldn't hurt. If he was able yeah. to get a fifth ring. Like, I think this is a genuine motivation, right? Absolutely. I'm with you 100%. And I think you just offered up a little bit extra motivation to him. Because By what? Who's saying to... that he couldn't catch a Scooby-Doo villain? <laughs> no. Uh, you're saying that he's just trying to tie Michael Jordan. But I think he's Do trying you... to pass him up. Yeah. So... Well, yes, exactly. You... No, but I said tie MJ's ring count. I mean, this ring would literally tie him. He can't. He can't win two rings this year. I mean, I guess not with that attitude. Now he's going to say that I'm saying he can't. <laughs> Try to tell of, LeBron he can't do anything. I dare you. Speaking of, I'll, I'll log into his like media day Zoom and I'll be like, LeBron, what do you make of the haters saying that you can't win two rings this year? <laughs> Can I say that's my favorite type of question that gets asked all the time is what do you say to the people who are saying that? He's like, oh, LeBron, many people are saying. It's like, it's like, no, you just took your take and it attributed it to fans yeah, so I, that he I, wouldn't be mad I at would you. Never. Yeah. I would never. I am not saying this thing that is potentially offensive or anything like that and might rub you the wrong way. I'm just saying that there are people saying many it Many people there. are asking. Many, many, many people are asking if you are old and lost. I had at least three LeBron. people tweet at me during this game, this question. <laughs> Uh, no, I mean no, that is that, honestly, that's legit. That's like I almost feel like that doesn't fit on this list because that's like legit motivation. No, no, no. That that fits. We're we're put it helps put the rest of the list in context. So that that fits here at number five. Um, also, speaking of Scooby Doo, like, do you think that that's what Laker the Lakers are like so old? Do you think that that's what they're going to say when they get beat this year? They're going to be like, oh, we would have won the game too if it wasn't for you meddling kids. <laughs> Damn kids. That's what they're uh, yes. going to say if they lose to like the Grizzlies or the Thunder or something at some point. Like they're definitely LeBron's definitely or Melo's definitely going to from the bench call someone yell at someone that they're a meddling kid. Hey, whippersnapper! Like that's that's happening. Yeah, or like I'm, Dudley in a fake mustache sitting behind the bench. It's like, not going to be Dudley. Well, it might. I mean, it, Dudley in a fake mustache. We can't rule out. Watch you know? Dudley. Dudley's going to sign with another team 
go they're gonna off say on that the they Lakers. signed Isaiah Thomas and that he had a growth spurt and it's just gonna be Dudley. Like <laughs> no, Jared Dudley's gonna gonna play against the Lakers and go off at some point this year. Can you imagine rip, if he set like a career high? He had like twenty points or something. They're gonna rip like, off. It's they're gonna rip off his his head. And it's gonna be a mask, and they're gonna say, "See, we caught you meddling kids." Yeah. Even though that's not that's not how Scooby Doo works at all. But <laughs> that didn't make any sense. <laughs> all right. So at number four, you know, I'm not again. I'm not going to say who put this one down. But um, mm-hmm. at number four, we have proving he's a good GM. You know, I think <laughs> LeBron. I think this is probably genuinely a little bit of a motivation for him, right? Like, you know, Absolutely. he helped assemble the team, even though he probably would claim to the ends of the earth that he has nothing to do with it. Rob throws him under the bus in every single media availability, and it's like <laughs> we're just thrilled to have LeBron and Anthony like, help Rob, no. in putting this, you know, roster together. I just want to credit them. You mm-hmm. know, yeah, it's it's everybody not trying to take any. Can you imagine if Rob for the only said it at, like, certain guys' press conferences, though? He's like, <laughs> we just really want to help, thank LeBron for, like, helping us, you know, with this Westbrook trade. And then, like, with, like, another signing, he's like, yeah, yeah. you know, I just really like this guy and da-da-da-da-da. Like. <laughs> hey, the first – when the when the things start to, to unravel a little bit, we're, I think we're going to get stuff like that. But, no, to get to your actual point, no, and, I do genuinely, honestly if, think if this year this goes is... wrong, we will get, like, a LeBron saying, like, oh, I didn't pick these guys. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, that's part of Rob's job, right, is, like, being plausible deniability for LeBron. This is— I, I yeah. also, like, it's no coincidence that after they signed and traded for everybody that they did, LeBron goes out and tweets, like, how dare you call all of them old? And and, like, and also Anthony De- call Anthony Davis injury-prone because he's only 28, but you right, can't right, call him. Right, right, right. And so—and and then they went out and signed younger players, <laughs> which was which I found funny. Um, in in the order of the, no, that no 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 they signed the young guys before LeBron tweeted that did they yeah I they thought, definitely did because that was like, like that was like the second result. morning that was like the morning of the first full day of free agency that they signed those guys yeah the tweet was like a couple days later mm. well it's more fun to think about it on my way <laughs> and we all invent our own yeah well Anthony now. has your alternative facts for you so exactly. like that hey people that make are him saying feel better about all I'm his saying worldview. is that people are saying that that tweet was sent a little earlier <laughs> than you thought many people you know <laughs> many people are saying uh so so yeah so I but to, I really do think this is a legitimate driving factor to why he wants this team to be good is like he had a very one of the 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 biggest hands that he's had in any of the teams that he's he's built to this point he came to the Lakers because they would kind of wipe the Rob Green and his assistant GM you know right like, like he, yeah. he basically like we, we've said this before I've said this before it's not very hard to dig up the fact that Rob kind of acts as LeBron and uh, 80s agents when it comes to player personnel around the league he they kind of tell him hey we would like this guy Rob has his input Obviously, no, like Rob he, he, says this openly that he asks those yeah. guys about every signing that they make and right. talks with them daily during free agency. And and I think when you're LeBron James and everything, he's been trained at this point to know that everything is a reflection back upon him. When in this case, with him being directly involved, of course, he wants this team to succeed at the at the heights that he thinks it's capable of. And also, of. like, it's a bunch of his friends that he wants to get their first rings for, you know? Yeah. Like, that's also part of it. It's like he helped assemble this team because he wanted to play with these guys. Like, they're, uh, partially because they're good, but also, like, you know, to, uh, LeBron loves reclamation projects. You know, he's shown yeah. this throughout his career. Like, showing me, no, 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 you give me that guy, he'll be a winner on this team. 
You know what I mean? He right. literally, mm-hmm. I think, said that about J.R. Smith at one point right. before he rehabbed his in- image as a basketball player in Cleveland and as a winning player. You know, Dion Waiters with the Lakers, you know, they mm-hmm. brought him. Obviously, that did not go quite as well as the J.R. edition did in Cleveland, but, like, you know, he got hurt, and what can you do about that? But, like, LeBron loved, uh, you know, Andre Drummond. He tried to reclaim in- uh, J.R. Smith twice. Yeah. He did it the one time in Cleveland, and then and J.R. dribbled the wrong way, and he tried to do it again in L.A. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I just think I think for for this one. So with these two, I don't think we're allowed to attach air quotes to it because I think this is genuine, actual motivation. For no, no, no. All these are all these are genuine, Anthony. <laughs> equally, equally genuine. Um, all right, and then at number three, we have proving NBA two K wrong. You know they they put him, look LeBron only complained to his credit that his favorite player Steph Curry was less than ninety nine. Uh, Mm -hmm. That was the only rating that he complained about. He didn't complain about his own. But 2K, the cowards, decided – I think you saw this, right? Like, they decided to put Of course I saw it. This was the entire basis of this morning's lowdown. That's what I thought. Okay, so they had (laughs) Steph, KD, for those of you that didn't listen to it, Steph, KD, Giannis, and LeBron, all as 96s. Is there a single person in the world who thinks that all of those guys are equally as good? I'm not saying that everyone agrees about what order they're in, but I feel like no one is like, oh, yeah, all four of these guys exactly as good as each other. I I I legitimately think this was that person does not exist on on 2K's part. Like, yeah, they just don't want to get roasted by stands. Or yeah, well, or the players, or, play, or, or have the players be mad <laughs> like, at them and not like and not like tweet about their game or something. It's one thing for LeBron to tweet that like he thinks Steph is a ninety nine, but like that's I think just their, nice. Yeah, their jobs but, their jobs would be a lot more difficult if he was out there saying like there is no way I'm a ninety five if Steph is a ninety six. Yeah, you know, like, you know what I mean. I'm not saying that that's the order that I put those guys, but if they say Kevin Durant is it because I think Kevin Durant is the best player in the world right now. And say, All right, click that. More motivation for LeBron, our, uh, an 11th you know. person. <laughs> but I think <laughs> I am one of the executives. Yeah. I, I haven't been telling you guys this, yeah. but I've been running the Charlotte Bobcats this whole time, even though they don't exist. Um, but so, so LeBron, I think if, if he isn't included in that top tier of player, not only do I think like he uh, tweets about it and says, like, see, told you guys, Wash King, all this stuff. But I oh, also he definitely really had this. This washed king for Bon Temps' story was probably a leftover draft that he thought he was going to have to use for two K. Two K. He just swapped out the pictures. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think I just think you know I, I thought it was kind of lame by two K. I don't know if the whole point is to generate conversation, and I realize we are talking about it right now. But if the whole point is to generate conversation about your basketball game. Why not actually give a stance? Yeah, Why Anthony would have done more than two podcasts on it had you taken a stance. <laughs> well, literally anybody else would have done a, st- a podcast about it. Yeah, had they taken a stance. All right, uh, the next bit of motivation. All this right, one, we'll, we'll decide. We might start getting into the air quotes region. No, no, no. That, no again, all of these are <laughs> legitimate. This is this is what we really believe. So number two. Proving to not proving to the ten anonymous executives that Tim Bontemps asked their opinion that he's still the best player in the league. It's not anyone else. It's just specifically these ten that disrespected him by having him no better than as the second best player in the league. Uh, I think it's more fun if it's just to Tim Bontemps. No, no, no. It, it's these ten guys. These are number two. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I do think like what are the chances you think that. LeBron did some research to find out who the executives are. I mean, how would he do that? I mean, there's no, like, you I mean, think LeBron's could, like, LeBron's like, you know, 
foying cell phones out here or like doing no, like it's like he just he just asks you know somebody in his in his camp hey, hey go find out who talks to bontemps i'm sure he could do that maybe i mean it's I mean, probably not any he's in the leaking like, indus- industry yeah right like he's he's actively participated in this in a long time I, i'm sure he understands how it works but i would love to find out if lebron like if so let's just say in 10 random games lebron scores 50 points this year and it all happens to be against the teams that align with these executives, <laughs> the teams that they run. Well, we know, like, that would be I hilarious. Mean, we know. like, that's the funniest outcome here. Well, also, I just love, like, and this is with all due respect to people that do it or whatever, but, like, NBA exec, and, like, you know, I've, I've phrased stuff anonymously or before or whatever, but, like, NBA executives, like, that doesn't mean GM. There's, like, a lot of people yeah. that could be NBA executives. And so, like, 10 of them of the 30 teams that all have, like, tons of executives— <laughs> Yeah, it's all the Celtics executives. Yeah, like I, I mean, this is not like I mean, given the given the way that they lean every time he does this. Just saying. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's it. It's just like a poll of the Celtics front office, and it's like best move of the year, like Marcus Smart extension. You know, like. <laughs> no, it's like, it's uh, nine Celtics executive, and now one new Utah Jazz executive. Oh my god! <laughs> Danny Ainge gets the legacy spot. Um. Danny Ainge was this close to voting LeBron as the best player in the league, but <laughs> he just couldn't. <laughs> All right, and then number one on the list, uh, we have specifically he. So this is number one reason LeBron wants to win a title this year, specifically because he hates Anthony and Tim Bontemps. <laughs> number oh, and Darius, who called the Lakers old. So we got to add Ooh. Darius to the list. That's the, that's the timeline that we didn't mention. The, the moment on the timeline we didn't mention earlier is, is Darius writes up that article. Um, and LeBron calls, sends the two deleted tweets about, like, keep talking about how old we are. He was trying to find our at, and it's not at Silver Screen and Roll. It's at Lakers SPN. He's like, all right, I give up. I don't know who He's Forum like, Blue Gold is. Anymore. Like, I'm, I'm just... Fine. Well, where's Darius Soriano? He's at Forum Blue and Gold. Why don't these people have the regular ads? I am at King James. <laughs> My actual name. <laughs> uh, this is my this is my favorite out. Like, I obviously. can you imagine if LeBron went to like the post game press conference and, and he's just like, "This is for all the media haters that like said that I wasn't or the, those ten anonymous executives. You know who you are. Be better tomorrow. Just drops the mic and then walks out in his like suit shorts." I want to. I want. I want Tim Bontemps to get the first question after the Lakers win a championship at that press conference. LeBron, many executives are saying that you're not the best player in the league. <laughs> hey, man, are you are you that Bontemps guy? Are you you're, you're the Celtics guy, right? What the hell? And then, <laughs> Look at me now. <laughs> and then Dudley in a fake mustache comes in out of nowhere and just gets him with a chair, like. <laughs> And then Dudley's head gets ripped off, and it was Isaiah Thomas the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> On stilts. Uh, do you, honestly, where does this stand, like, for your favorite stretch of the offseason? Because we are now able to plan on this, right? Like, because we're going to be able to do this exact same it's, thing It's, like, it's year. every year. He's like, somebody's like <laughs> someone says that LeBron is not the best player. And every year he sends a passive-aggressive tweet about it. I honestly right. love it. It's like the greatest tradition in sports. So somebody pointed out, like, oh, my God, we're in a time loop. And I'm like, you're just now noticing? 
four years in, we're doing this. <laughs> I just like I wish that LeBron. I wish that Twitter had been around in 2003, so that LeBron could have sent a tweet like this every single year. It was like 2003. Like Still two not the people best yet, huh? leave him off like the preseason All Rookie Team, and he's like, "Well, I'm going to show you guys." Like, well, I remember we we got some of this with Kobe because they would do the 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 whatever kind of survey NBA rank. at the beginning. Of, yeah. yeah. Oh, the NBA rank. Yeah. yeah. With NBA rank. Oh, yeah. And, NBA and rank was like a good way to like make Kobe fans mad for traffic. Not that, again, I didn't do that. I'm just saying like that was clearly the goal of yeah. NBA rank. Because like, NBA rank would come out. I remember the first year that Kobe, I think, wasn't even in the top 10. And that was a fire day on Twitter. Yeah. And I think he wound up being, I, I might have been the year he, no. I forget what the scenario was, but he didn't even live up to being the top 13 player that he was in that thing. And, uh, ESPN didn't exactly uh, move him up the ranking after that is, is how I remember that going. Yeah. How do you think Carmelo Anthony is enjoying is, is, is going through all of this? Like Melo has been falling down these lists and these ranks forever I mean, now. Do you seems think to be like, I don't know if you caught his inner introductory interviews. Like he seems to be in a, I think a very Zen place. I, oh, I think, absolutely. Well, that's yeah, kind of my point. That like that, I, I, I kind of wonder if he like him. I mean, I think it's kind of like he's at the point where, I mean, honestly, you know, as much as we, we joke about LeBron, like Melo has kind of actually been getting these doubts, like his whole career, yeah. people calling him empty calories, whatever. I think people, for the most part, you know, there was the like, there was the dumb, like LeBron can't win the big one narrative yeah. type thing that was going for a while. But Melo definitely has been subjected to this for longer, all, in part because he has never won a title. Also because he's so, competing against LeBron. Exactly. And so <laughs> I think that, you know, I think Melo seems to be very unbothered by this stuff. Like, does he, you know, I'm sure would he love to send an amnesty that tweet or something like that sure but no i I I don't i don't mean it to say that i i think he's not bothered in any way by it i kind of wonder if he ever like kind of looks at lebron because they're close like they're they're as close as as you know it's like lebron mellow and chris paul and Dwayne wade now that he isn't um in the league anymore isn't quite in that same inner circle that we're discussing here and i kind of wonder if mellow ever says like hey man why do you care because like, I, I, I kind of feel like that's I, the pot. I highly doubt that Melo would ever ask him that. Just because, I mean, he gets it. He gets that that's, you know, yeah. how you get to that mountaintop. But I just, I just think, think like Melo has reached that moment of zen in his career. Melo has reached that moment of zen in his career where I kind of wonder if he would say that. Like, but hey, he man, doesn't like, have, that's the thing. Like, he can see that LeBron still clearly is, has an argument as the best player in the league. Yeah. So I think that's the difference. Like, he, that you I know, so. as an alpha male, like, I'm sure he felt that way for their years where he was with the Knicks, where he probably thought he was the best player in the league. Like, right. But, like, so here's, here's the thing. Like, this is the first year that I think you can honestly, legitimately make this case where. LeBron is coming off of an injury. We just saw Kevin Durant come within a half shoe size of dragging a an extremely broken down Nets team to a championship. We saw Giannis's knee bend like a flamingo's and somehow be able to play in the same series and beat the Phoenix Suns. So, like, clearly those are the two best players in the NBA right now. And LeBron is coming off of that injury. He's going to have to prove himself. And this is kind of my point, is that, like, for all of these guys— Michael, Kobe, Shaq, LeBron, uh, you know, whoever comes after LeBron. Like, it's going to come a time where there is legitimate reason why you are not in that same spot that you have always been. And I'm always kind of curious for guys who have slipped and realized, okay, maybe it was right that I slipped a little bit. 
And this is where, like, I wonder if Mello, who saw himself slip and then, like, after a while realized, oh, well, I guess that makes a little bit more sense. And I kind of wonder if he would ever talk to LeBron and say, like, hey, man, it gets fine to be number three. He's like, cool to be number two. No, he probably would just say, like, these guys have never hooped. Like, you know, we don't have to care about their opinion. I think Danny Ainge hooped, though. Yeah, well, I mean, well, he played basketball. Not, not in a while. Yeah, not in a yeah. while. And he, and when he did, <laughs> can he you played imagine basketball. like just finding like a Danny Ainge mixtape and be like, people forget Danny Ainge was a hooper. <laughs> the last, it's just like him biting someone, like him committing like a really dirty foul. Like, <laughs> no, my dad to this day, one of his least favorite basketball clips of all time is Danny Ainge running up the sideline and taking like four steps on a single dribble, and it still to this day pisses him off that they didn't call that travel. That's yeah, my dad. I mean, he's, that was like he's, 50 years ago. He's a real Laker fan. About no, I mean, yeah. I'm Anthony, unlike haters like you, you know, I'm never going to doubt the king. Like, you know what? Look, you can I, I hear everything that you're saying, but, mm-hmm. you know, one game, the Martians have the death beam pointed at us. <laughs> I want Iguadala. <laughs> I was going to say uh, LeBron's kid from Space Jam 2. Yeah, I mean, That's honestly, I that is who the pit like he has the most experience beating aliens. You know, exactly. like I think, yeah, him exactly. or MJ. All right, all right. Speaking of <laughs> <laughs> LeBron's not even if number we have, one or number two on this one. If we have a, we have, if, yeah, more motivation. <laughs> shouldn't have given him more gas. <laughs> all right, let's segue awkwardly to our random. Even though this entire podcast has been one long dumb conversation, we're at that we're at that point in the off season. Yeah, you know, we're <laughs> every every episode veers between like a parody of first take and becoming first take. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and it's usually the more or less that you talk. Yeah, is what yeah. it's like. <laughs> <laughs> so today's dumb uh, random question at the end of the at the end of the show is we have now a decent catalog of of. Uh, Disney Plus, Marvel. Oh, if shows you're looking for look more at. Lakers talk, we're done with that. I'm just oh, yeah, warning people. Yeah. yeah, we're done Maybe. with Lakers talk. We're, we'll ma- see. Most likely. Maybe. Unless, you know, we'll but see. don't don't say expecting it because I'm not promising. <laughs> yeah. If you're good, maybe a little more Lakers talk at the end. So so <laughs> we're we're going to to compare the Marvel extended like TV stuff, the catalog of that. Um, that hasn't always been on Disney Plus, but we've been able to find it. It is now on Disney Plus. Other words, otherwise known as the MCU, but like just the TV shows that are on Disney Plus. Right. And yeah. and the Star Wars TV uh, show. cinematic universe that is also the TV show stuff. So between those two, which have you enjoyed more? Star Wars. By how much? Uh, honestly, by a significant amount. Like, I, I liked Loki and I liked... Uh, like WandaVision and, you know, like I thought Captain America and the Winter Soldier was okay. Like I thought it had its moments. It was a little, it was, it was a little rushed. I feel like that show needed another couple episodes to kind of put some of those characters on the journeys that they went on. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, especially, uh, you know, Diet Cap or whatever, coming back at the end as a hero after like no redemption whatsoever was, was very, very strange and made me groan. Um, and And then immediately goes back to being a bad guy. Maybe. We, it's, like, not clear. Probably. Yeah, I don't... It was very strange. He's um, like, redemption was boring. Yeah. I'll, I'll go over here. <laughs> but Loki and WandaVision were good. You know, uh, What If has been really enjoyable so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um, but that said, you know, I think, obviously, the early couple seasons of Clone Wars are outright bad. But 
you know, the, the, the kind of stretch run of that show is really, really good. Rebels is really, really good. Bad Batch, I have not finished yet, but is good. Uh, and then, you know, The Mandalorian is, like, one of my favorite TV shows ever. I just love that ever. they took, like, the space western element of Star Wars and just made an entire show around bounty hunters and Mandalorians and mm-hmm. all this cool stuff. Like, uh, season one was amazing. Season two was also good. You know, like, bring Boba Fett back. Spoiler alert. alert. I apologize. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, my favorite Star Wars character ever, I was losing it. I was so excited. And, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, I I definitely am. I mean, but I've always been more of a Star Wars guy than a comics guy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I I read like all the original extended universe books before those were retconned by the Disney buy and all of that stuff. Yeah, I. The thing that I I kind of walk away from watching all of the MCU stuff is. I feel like they're more afraid to give anything away than Star Wars is. Like, Star Wars is more willing to, to bring central characters into the fold, and they're more willing to give, you know, important storylines away in the, in the TV show element of, of the universe. And I think, like, every time the MCU stuff is, like, right on the verge of introducing something super cool, or, or even, like, on, anywhere near the level of, like, in Mandalorian, right, they brought back um, Ahsoka, and then in, in, in Mandalorian, they, they I, I don't want to give a spoiler alert, but they give an even bigger, they bring an even bigger uh, character back into the fold. And well, fact, there was yeah. like, well, okay, bigger than him too, even. And, and like, and I yet, just wanted like, to make you mad. I, just, I know you love Ahsoka. <laughs> but like, and, but I, I, I watched the MCU and we even saw it in WandaVision, right? Where WandaVision's like, they were all, they're all teasing, like, oh, ju- just you wait. We have this big character that we're going to cameo, and just you wait, it's going to be just like that other one that happened in that other show. And then it was just like kind of a fart noise, comparatively speaking. And I just. Oh, wish- no, I love that because every single week people were losing their minds about like yeah. trying to. Well, yeah, find- you love the troll element of it. Yeah, but I, I, was, like- I was like, oh, man, I can't. Like, people were like str- bending over. They're like, oh, she mentioned a scientist. Reed Richards is going to debut in this <laughs> right. show. Like, right. what? Well, but like, but still, I just, see, I don't even think that that's an MCU thing. Back. I think that that's like a connected universe commercialization of like there are like now outlets that are basically their entire thing is like explaining small cameos, and mm-hmm. so they're like they're so desperately searching like Charlie from It's Always Sunny at the whiteboard for like, oh my god, like <laughs> did this throwaway reference mean that like you know I can't even joke about Kang the Conqueror now because he's in it you know he was brought yeah. in which is what I was my only pushback on your point of like afraid to bring in major characters you know they just set up the next like Thanos level threat on the TV show so I yeah. think you know like they're they're doing stuff like Loki altered the fabric of literally altered the fabric of the universe is um, right and well that, he sets up the multiverse or whatever yeah. but it still never felt as big as the uh, the the, the reveals that we saw in Mandalorian. No, it's I agree, still- but I think that I think that there's a reason for that and I think that it's that, you know, for Marvel the movies are still really successful, like that's the bread and butter, whereas for Star Wars they're almost trying to rehab it after yeah, three That's a great point. middling to bad, you know, movies. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, and so I think like I mean, like the last Star Wars movie was a train wreck. Yeah. And so it's like yeah. they're trying to rehab the universe on TV 
as a property and so they can throw more cool stuff in there because they're trying to get people excited about star wars again whereas marvel only has to give you little breadcrumbs to set you up for the big payday of the movies yeah i i I agree with that that's a that's a major point that star wars is trying to to rebuild the plane in the air whereas with marvel stuff they have the goodwill they they have earned the goodwill now where we know every time we play that introduction, we're going to have X number of million to, millions of people are going to tune in for this because they know it's going to be great. Um, and but I still don't, I still don't really excuse them for not taking more chances as a result of that. Like it'd be fun, it'd be fun if like if we got if Reed Richards debuted in Wandavision. <laughs> well, that's like that was never going to happen because he had never been introduced or whatever. Like John Krasinski's going to show up. Like what? And even like even with the Kang thing, it was it's like. You kind you had to go to the internet and you had to read up on on Kang the Conqueror and and he is like a relatively lesser known um, villain in in much of the same way that I guess Iron Man was when, uh, and when also Iron like Man Thanos first. wasn't that big of a deal in the mainstream consciousness yeah. before he was but like Thanos was introduced like at the very end of like the biggest movie to that point yeah that's fair. right and so like this was I don't know I just thought. And and that gave you enough time over the course of like his existence, even though he didn't la- live that long in the movies or whatever. He was there as like this as ominous like a background shadow. threat. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm really curious how they're going to find the balance there with Kang. I just thought it, it would be it would be. I, I get contractually. There's always that element of it where there's certain actors who aren't going to show up to certain things, and and that makes it more difficult and. Maybe some Star Wars actors are more available than some of the MCU actors are, and that's going to be difficult to. And you always have to keep that stuff in mind. I just I find myself when I'm watching these things like, man, take that next step. You got it. We're right there. We're we're almost there. Let's do the. No, we're not going to do the thing. Thor's a frog. <laughs> yeah, we did. We got Thor in Loki. He showed up technically. <laughs> All right. That's you know that, do uh, for... Did you know that Chris Hemsworth actually did that line? He showed up and recorded. <laughs> yeah, the line. he brought him in for that. That was very funny. That they actually well, like the one that the one that I, I mean, didn't they probably didn't myself, bring him in. Like... He probably recorded it on like a mic setup in his closet or something oh, like yeah. that for acoustics. But yeah, well, he's been doing voice work a, a ton of voice work for okay. like other stuff. So he's probably got the setup ready for that. But um, yeah. On that same note, like I was not emotionally prepared for uh, Chadwick Boseman to be the voice of uh, Black Panther again, or yeah. in this case, no, what know, if, Black what Panther. if might be exactly what you're looking for? Like, this is a chance for them to take some swings and have it not count. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they can mm-hmm. d- do some without having to mess with their primary universe. Like they can explore some kind of crazy, weirder stories and not yeah. have to have the ramifications of that extend to their main thing. And they can like test pilot, you know, bring it now that the, you know, all the universes are going to start to connect and cross over and all of yeah. these things. Like, you know, I-, I would not be surprised if we get live action Peggy Carter or Captain, uh, wh- what did she call it? Captain Carter. Uh, yeah. You know, in-, in the MCU at some point, you know, like. Yeah, I'm here for it. Anything to get more of that actress involved. I think she's great. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Lakers Lounge and this week's episodes of the Silver Screen and Roll podcast feed. Thank you guys a ton for tuning in the way that you have. Uh, and let's keep on hitting that subscribe button, the review button, all of that's good stuff. As we get deeper into the offseason, I'm, I'm going to do it now. You know what? I'm not going to do the thing that I'm, I, I just criticized Marvel for. 
I'm bringing back the mailbag, the, the mailbag reviews. Send in your questions. There's going to be times where, where I need a question to fill some air or you guys have a unique idea to fill a show with. So use the iTunes reviews for uh, show ideas and questions and stuff like that. And uh, we, will, we will get to those bags uh, as they start to build up. Until next week, I'm Anthony Irwin saying have a good one.